What is up, my clan? Welcome back to Riffing with Clintus, the podcast that just just won't die. It just won't die. Uh, we're recording this. I'm recording this. We, there's just the wee crap. It's all me. Just me. I'm the producer. I'm the artist, creator, everything. Uh, July 12th, 2022. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, last episode was recorded uh, or published on 5.30, so it's been over a month. So we got a lot to catch up on. So this is the catch-up episode, and, uh, and hopefully, and I, I keep saying this, and a lot of you guys are just tired of me saying it over and over again, but hopefully this is the kickoff to um, more regular episodes. Because I, I said this on the vlog. I, I vlogged this weekend, which we're going to get to in a second, but I, I, I vlogged this weekend, and I said in the vlog how most of the time I'm all about streaming. And when I'm thinking about streaming, I'm thinking about video games and Twitch and, and that, that ecosystem, that world, right? But it's like when I'm not streaming, that's when I'm thinking about the other world, right? The YouTube world, the other content creation. It's like my, my mind is like my brain's like one track at a time, right? It's either this or that. And so most of the time it's, it's Twitch and it's streaming. And that's what I love. That's my passion. That's my, that's my drive. But then I, when I'm not streaming, that's when I think about everything else. That's when I take photos and post them on Instagram. That's when I'm, you know, vlogging. That's when I'm talking about podcasting, that sort of thing. So anyway, a couple things. We're drinking some Kings Coast Nitro Cold Brew. This is the Summer Swell. Uh, I think there's still some on sale on the website. Kingscoastcoffee.com. Use code CLINTUS at checkout. Get yourself some fresh roasted coffee. Roasted to order. It's amazing. If If you've never tried it. You don't realize what you're missing. You don't realize how fresh the coffee can be at King's Coast. Um, not even joking. I drink it black all the time. Um, also eating some uh, Empire Jerky. EmpireJerky.com. Use code Clintus as well. These are all, these are just some affiliates, some, you know, some, some sponsors, uh, some partners that I'm with. Uh, I'm obviously rocking the Clintus frames from Gamer Advantage. They're sold out, but you can get yourself some other cool looking glasses that help you sleep better at night at GamerAdvantage.com. Also use code Clintus. Code Clintus everywhere, guys. Just FYI. If I'm if I'm partnered with anybody, if I'm affiliated with anybody, it's always code Clintus. Okay. Always try and check it out there. But anyway, get that out of the way. Um loving this coffee, honestly. I mean the cold brew has just been hitting nicely here. It's been hot in Arizona. And uh the cold brew is just mm. I'll do this extra sound effect for you guys listening. All right, <clears throat> let's jump into this. It's been a while. Um, what has happened since we last recorded. Uh, well, first and foremost, kids are done with school. Uh, here in Arizona, they get out of school right around Labor Day, or excuse me, um, Memorial Day. Memorial Day is usually the, the when summer starts for us here in, in, uh, in Arizona, in Phoenix. Um, so the kids got out the week before Memorial Day, kicked off summer for Memorial Day weekend, and uh, that kind of kicked it off. But then that also means that they go back to school earlier like they go back to school the first week of august which is crazy because for a lot of people the, you know summer is just starting in july so the july and august is their summer so but that's always been a nice thing when it comes to youtube because you know we'd be the first ones out for summer we'd be the first ones back to school shopping first ones back to school you know which is always good for views and that sort of thing but um yeah so gcx happened right that happened in uh, june for those who don't know that's the uh gamer gaming community expo in Orlando, Florida. Uh, it's my favorite conference that I go to every year. And uh, it's been three years since our last one, physically. So it was amazing to go and see so many of my friends, meet some new ones, you know, people that I played games with the last two years, we never actually physically met, which is awesome. Um, and just kind of recharge those batteries that I forgot 
I had, right? Or or didn't realize they were depleted. Um, I'm definitely a social, you know, person. Like I I I thrive off the energy of others. My energy, my my level of energy is, you know, based on who I'm with and hanging out with. Um and so being in a physical space with other people was just I needed that. I need I didn't realize how much I needed that. Um for those who are watching this on YouTube, you might notice that my my hair is blue right now. Um, and so for those listening who may not follow me on other socials, which I don't know why, you should follow me on Twitter at Clintus, Instagram at Clintus, hell even TikTok. Uh, but anyway, um, part of the GCX, they do a charity marathon with of, uh, raising money for St. Jude. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital uh, out of Tennessee. And uh, we've been with them. We've been raising money for them for the last five or six years as well, um, either via GCX or just affiliated with them. Over the last two years, I've actually been uh, asked to be part of their charity marathon. And so what they do is um, they start their their charity marathon uh, a week before the event, the physical event, and they run it 24 hours a day for seven days. <clears throat> and they try to raise as much money as possible. And they have a goal, right? They, they'll have a goal set and they're trying to raise that much money. And to be honest, everyone comes out and, and supports it and they've crushed their goal every year. It's been amazing. Um, so I'm very honored to be a part of that charity marathon, which means I'm on their channel. I'm being promoted by them and um, I'm working with their team um, versus doing my own charity event or my own charity stream um, on my own channel. Um, so it's very, it's very different than doing my own, my own stuff. Um, but nevertheless, one of the you know milestones was if we raised $15,000 for St. Jude, I would dye my hair the choice of whoever the top donor was. And the top donor ended up being my buddy Chuck, he chose green. Now, it was supposed to be more of like a green, like my glasses, like my logo, right? And ended up being more like a neon, like highlighter green, uh, which still looked amazing. And and if you haven't seen it yet, I highly recommend going to my Instagram and and checking that out because uh, it, it turned out really good. It wasn't the green that I was hoping for, but it still turned out amazing. And I'm really proud of it. And so I wore that, that color green to GCX. <clears throat> One of the other milestones was uh i think it was seventy five hundred dollars i would wear rompers every day at gcx so if you don't know what a romper is it's basically a, a male onesie right so it's shorts and short sleeves but it's a one piece zip up the front um, i wore one a couple of years ago or well i guess now it's been like four or five years but uh 2018 gcx i wore a romper as a joke everyone loved it became a thing and so i brought that back as a as a charity milestone and so we rocked, we walked, uh, we rocked those, uh, those, those rompers all three days. So those photos are also on my Instagram. So check those out. So I was rocking the green hair and the rompers all through GCX. Everyone loved it. Uh, I, I may have screwed myself though. I might have now be the romper guy every year that I have to show up now to GCX with a romper. I think I may have, I may have screwed myself, but, uh, you know, Hey, if I, if I can wrap it around charity somehow and raise more money for, for St. Jude, I'll, I'll do it. It's worth it. hundred percent worth it. Um, as soon as we got back, as soon as I got back from GCX though, um, it was Tiffany's birthday and we went, uh, so I asked her like, what do you want to do for her, your birthday? You know, I'm throwing out there casinos, resorts. You want to go like to Vegas? Do you want to go to like, uh, San Diego? Like, what do you want to do? And she decides she wants to go up North here in Arizona, Northern Arizona and like, you know, hang out in some small little town. So we ended up renting a, a, a room at the Strawberry Inn in Strawberry, Arizona, which if you Google it, it's 
a small tiny i don't even know i don't even know how many people are in this town maybe a thousand maybe i don't i don't know to be honest with you i don't know but it's so small the town of strawberry is an elbow on the highway like literally you're driving through you go through payson you go to pine then it's strawberry and it's a it's just a a, a, a right hand turn and then you're going up the mountain to cottonwood and that's strawberry that's it you, you like if you blink you missed strawberry so it's a really tiny little town but it was a fantastic little trip and um you know i i just recorded an episode of the old-fashioned podcast another podcast that i'm on if you didn't realize that uh i'm on i co-host a podcast with two of my buddies mike and kevin called the old-fashioned podcast uh you can search for it anywhere you listen to podcasts uh, or you can head on over to raredrop.co uh, that's the company that put on gcx the event but also uh, does podcasts and a lot of other content creation including the podcast um, but anyway, I was just recording the podcast with Mike this morning, and I was saying how, you know, as we've gotten older, our definition of vacations and, and our, 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 our definition of, like, getting out has changed, right? Like, uh, we'll get to it in a minute, but this, this last weekend, we took the kids to Pine, Arizona, which is right up there with next to Strawberry, small little town, tiny little, you know, <laughs> hole-in-the-wall little town, uh, but that, but like that's become our new thing. Like, you know, we used to be campers, right? We had tent camping and then we had the, the, the trailer. And now I'm at the point now where like, I like Airbnbs and cabins. Um, that's the evolution of, of me personally. But now also the kids, like we asked the kids, hey kids, let's do something this weekend. You know, we told Sierra to request the day off from work so she didn't work. And uh, let's, I said, let's go, let's, let's go do something, you know, summertime, what do you guys wanna do? And, uh, you know, I threw out the resorts and I threw out the beach and a beach is always a, uh, you know, San Diego is always a thing, but it's a, you know, five, six hour drive and it's more expensive. Obviously everything's more expensive right now. Um, Northern Arizona is cheap. Um, I think the total, total weekend, you know, was like $600 maybe, right? Two nights at an Airbnb, food and drinks. Uh, you know, we brought our own entertainment. The kids just like to chill. The kids don't need the extravagant and, and I, I tell, I trust you. I t- trust me. I'll, I'll tell you, it's it's a it's a breath of fresh air that my kids don't require, you know, Disneyland every time or or um, you know, a bunch of new toys, devices, whatever. I mean, they're teenagers now, so they don't really do toys. But you get my point. Like, what do you guys want to do? And the answer was, let's play board games. I'm like, okay, let's go. So we played, you know, we played uh, Rummy Cube, we played uh, Hand and Foot, we played uh, Farkle, which that was probably the best. The Farkle was the was the best uh, game we played. Hilarious, just laughing at each other, joking. Like, you know, we uh, we we watched a couple of movies. We we went through like Disney Plus and we pulled up some like older movies that we haven't seen just because the kids like nostalgia reasons. Like we watched Big Hero Six, right? Like I haven't seen that movie since it came out in theaters. I don't know what ten years ago. Kids were little, um, you know, just stuff like that. But like. We were digging this like cabin, you know, still going up to the woods, still enjoying the the cooler weather and the ambience. You know, we went to a cabin in New Year on New Year's, right? Up in Pine. First time in Pine, kind of enjoyed the the area. Uh, decided to go back. Strawberry for Tiffany's birthday, and now this weekend. So three three times in the last six months, we've gone to this little area up in northern Arizona, um, which has just been it's been a blast. I, I vlogged the whole thing. So uh, depending on when this podcast goes out. This probably will go out before the vlog, but maybe, I don't know. Uh, either either way, be sure to check back on youtube.com slash Clintus uh, for that vlog. Because I vlogged the whole weekend, and we did do we did do quite a bit of stuff. So there should be a, a nice, you know, meaty vlog there. 
Um, but yeah, just dig in the dig in the 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 you know the chill nature of just renting a cabin and going up north and not really doing anything, hanging out on the back porch. You know the sounds, the smells, the you know we got a little bit of rain. We had some elk walking around. It was it was a lot of fun. It was it was a lot of cool. And I think that's what it comes down to is just getting older and just wanting more of like a chill relaxation versus do going and doing things. Like I remember even when I was a kid walking around Disneyland and, and Universal Studios, right? And it's this all day thing. You get there as soon as they open and you don't leave until, you know, it's dark and you're all tired and cranky and uh, like it's, and you got to drive and, and you're in California traffic and it's a whole damn thing, right? And I, I could just say that I appreciate that we can drive two hours north and you feel like you're in a whole new, in a whole new land, right? Um, I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, what else? Uh, Bryson played a ton of basketball. He played in a summer league uh, with his school. So he's going to be on the JV basketball team, without a doubt. Uh, even though technically as a sophomore, he could be on the JV B team again. Like that's the way they do things here now where like there's no freshman team. It's JV A and JV B. And that allows them to uh, like move sophomores around. Like So like let's say there are a couple of sophomores that are eh. They'll, they can be put on JVB, right? So freshmen and sophomores can be on that team. And then you got the JVA team, which is your, your traditional JV team. And that's typically your your juniors and your sophomores. I guess if you have a really good freshman, you can move them up to that team, right? Uh, and then you have varsity, which is typically your seniors and juniors and maybe some really good sophomores, right? So without a doubt, Bryce is going to be on that JVA team. Uh, he played all summer long. He was a starter. Um, definitely a different role than his club team. As a, On his club team, He's kind of always the wingman, always out there on the sides, kind of shooting. Um, with his school team, he was way more of a ball handler. Um, they would run like the three guys, you know, down the center. He'd pass it in, be in the middle, and then he'd have his two maiden guards on the on the wings, and the three of them would just kind of move the ball down. And um, he has found a new sense of confidence when it comes to basketball. Um, you know, in the bat in the past, he would always stay on the outside. And he was always just a shooter. He would never bring it in. He would never go for a layup. He never bring it in the key. He's doing that now, and it, it, he just it. You know, he doesn't make every shot, and he doesn't quite make it to the hoop every time for a layup. But he does this like little floater thing once he gets back to the free throw line, and you know, he's making a, a good chunk of those. And just he had some killer games. I put up a clip from a uh, when we were we were up north for Tiffany's birthday. Uh, Sierra took him to his uh, one, two, two, of the, two or three of his games and she ended up recording some footage for us uh, from her iPhone and he killed it. There was just one game where he um, put up a buzzer beater three-pointer to tie the game to put them into overtime and then in overtime he scored a three and a two for the win. The only points in the whole overtime were his two, his two buckets for the win. It was incredible. It was amazing. I was bummed that we missed it, but I'm so happy that Sierra recorded it for us because it was incredible. Um, but anyway, he's, he's been playing a lot of basketball. Uh, the summer league's over. Club's supposed to be starting back up this week, I hope, I imagine. We're speaking of text message at some point, unless they're going to wait until school starts. I don't know. But uh, clubs should be starting back up here soon. Um, cannot wait for the school season to start. Unfortunately, it doesn't start until like December. So, you know, basketball is a winter sport here. So we'll get through Sierra's final volleyball season because she'll be a senior this year. So she'll be on varsity again, and this will be her final season. And then once that's over, Bryce's basketball starts up. So, um, you know, we're excited. We're excited about that. The team looks really good. They come a long way. And so the school season is going to be really, really dope. I'm excited about that. 
Um, he's also been going to the gym a lot. He's been going to the gym and working out either with his friend or with my dad. And on a rare occasion, he'll go by himself. He's like, I'm getting my workout in regardless if anyone's going with me. Um, he obviously prefers to go with somebody. So he's been trying to get his buddies to go. And one of his buddies has been going with him, which has been nice because um, he moved in our neighborhood. So now they have, he's got another buddy to, to go out with. One of his best friends moved, you know, less than less than a half a mile away. So I think it's like we mapped it. It's like 0. 0.4 or something like that. Like it's, it's about a half mile. Um, so that's nice that he's got that that extra extra buddy extra buddy um what else what else what else? i'm trying to think i'm trying to, I'm, I'm looking through my instagram photos as, as, as a reference point of like what else has happened since we last we talked obviously fourth of july came and went um another bonus we discovered last year with our new house is that there's a fireworks show uh that we can watch from our front yard so that's really dope that i don't have to get in the car and go anywhere um you know if we want to watch fireworks great we just pull some chairs out front which we did it was great, fantastic. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, we ended up uh, for Fourth of July just so that weekend. You know, we we hung out at me and my papa's house, and we did that two weekends in a row. And and I was all, I was down for that, um, hanging out in their pool, hanging out with my in laws, hanging out with uh, you know Jack and Chrissy, my my brother in law, sister in law, and just chilling again. Just excuse me, that vibe of just chilling. Um, so then come 4th of July, which was on a Monday this year, came back home, chilled at home. I, I, I binge watched, uh, season three of stranger things to get caught up to the new season. Um, we got in the, got in the spa to kind of cool off a little bit. And we played some cornhole, played some bags in, my, in our backyard. And, uh, and then I grilled and after we've done grilling, it was time for fireworks, we watched fireworks. And it was a, it was a nice little 4th of July. It was a nice little 4th of July. Um, Sierra's working. She she uh, she ended up getting a new job for the summer. She loves it. I've, this is now her third, t- technically the third place that she's worked, and it's hands down her favorite. She loves it. She's having a blast, and she's very happy where she's at. Um, obviously, she's only got a couple more weeks to to work until uh, school starts. And when school starts, she can only work on weekends because volleyball is five days a week. So um, she's eating that up and looking forward to that as much as she can. Um, it's her senior year. She's looking forward to her senior year. Uh, her boyfriend is currently in New York. Uh, he is there on a scholarship to train at a prestigious college there, a dance school, and uh, and so he's doing that. He's going to be there for a, a, he's been he'll be there for a month total. But uh, it's been interesting. This is the longest they've been away from each other uh, since they started dating. And, uh, you know, obviously they FaceTime and Snapchat and text and call and that sort of thing. And he's sharing pics and photos and stories and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, she's looking forward to him coming back home and, um, you know, see him and spend time with him. And same thing for him. You know, he he uh, he got a job and he's been working and uh, trying to save some money. But then he had this trip. So four weeks of nothing. So hopefully he gets to keep his job. I, I think he was just, you know, told his told his employer what he was doing. And um, when he comes back, he will pick up where he left off. Um, but yeah, so, so this weekend, like I said, we asked the kids what they wanted to do and, uh, they, they were down with renting a cabin. And so we rented a cabin up in pine, a little Airbnb, and it was fantastic. Big porch that wrapped around the whole house. And, um, like I said, there was elk and, and, uh, it rained a little bit and I put some photos and some videos up. I'll have some more photos posted too. I haven't posted them all yet, but I got to kind of organize them and kind of get multiple posts going on. But we had a little scare right before we left, like literally as we're packing our bags and getting going, um, I was in the backyard checking on the hot tub and make sure everything's good there. And I just, 
happened to walk over to the back corner where uh like the air conditioning units are there's a we have a basin right the way my house my backyard is designed the guy that designed our backyard all the water runs down into a basin and then there's underground plumbing that runs the water out through the front of the yard in which case i put a sump pump in and it pumps the water out right rain gutters and everything like that it doesn't rain very often here but when it does it comes fast and hard and get it all out right well i went to check on I just went over there just to, to spy to look to look down make sure everything's good and i see a little rattlesnake a little little tiny little rattlesnake in the bottom of the basin i'm like you gotta be shitting me dude like uh like i already know we had we had some rabbits and we had some some mice right uh, i see the little turds and i ended up getting one flushed out of uh the pipe in the basin i've been leaving the basin open because the, i just been put the sump pump in there if it rains great cool it goes at this point i realized that rain is so few and far between that i could just keep the basin closed and then when it starts to rain then worry about it right it's not like it's going to rain like four days in a row or five days in a row where i just got to leave it out so anyway i decided between the the mouse and now the damn snake i need to make sure i keep that basin just kind of always blocked off um so i end up getting the snake to get out of the basin i end up pouring water into the the other basin to flood him out he ends up coming out i posted a video on instagram uh if you're if you don't like snakes you might want to skip it because he's 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 slithering out but uh i end up uh letting him you know trying to let him live like get out of my house get out of my yard you know what i'm saying he ended up he ends up snaking through the hole in the fence that he got in in the first place um i close off the basin and i thought i closed off that little area good enough um but about an hour later we're getting ready to walk out the door and i just happened to double check and sure enough he's back there again except this time he can't get in the basin because i closed it off right with a grate he's just chilling on the rocks and i'm like okay so he made it back in here He's clearly a tiny enough snake that he can just find the tiniest little crack nook and cranny and get back in. And now he likes where I, my house because it's nice and cool. I tried calling the fire department multiple times. The number that's listed on there on, on like Google on the website, it kept taking me to this like administrative office to leave a voicemail. And maybe that's what I'm supposed to do. Maybe I'm supposed to leave a voicemail and then the fire department listens to it. And if it, you know, plans accordingly, but I'm like literally just trying to get somebody to say, Hey, I've got a snake. Can you please come remove it? No, no luck. In my back of my mind, I'm thinking like, I don't want to leave this snake back here because who knows where he can go. He can go back to behind the spa. He can find a nice place underneath our furniture. There's a lot, you know, I've got the grill and the, and the Blackstone and a ton of stuff. He's small enough that when he's coiled up, he's, you know, size of like a cinnamon roll. He could be anywhere. I don't want to come back home from our trip and be worried that there could be a snake anywhere in our backyard. So I get the hose out. I kind of shoot the hose at him to make him go back through the hole he gets through the hole now he's coiled up in the front yard again this is where i left him the first time like all right buddy you know peace out nope he found his way back now i'm I'm standing there staring at him and i'm like sorry bud i tried you're the one who came back so long story short he met the he met the tip end of my shovel so he will not be coming back a third time uh rest in pieces uh First time I ever killed a snake. Born and raised in Arizona, been living here 40 years. I have never killed a snake before. Uh, I didn't feel good about it. Yes, <laughs> Sierra, Sierra, Sierra had put some video. She, she recorded some video just for whatever reasons. Uh, I hesitated crazy. Like I stood there with the, with the shovel over my head for a good minute, put it down, get back up to like, I'm going to do it again and then waited another minute. I, I just, I didn't, I didn't want to kill him. But at the same time, I do not want him living in my backyard. I have a dog. 
I got kids. My wife and I like to walk around there bare. Like we like, I'm a barefoot guy. You know, I, don't, I just don't want to have to worry about it. You know, so he's dead. But now I got to worry about like, I got to come up with a permanent solution to block off those, those uh, drainage. The thing is I need to be able to remove it. So when it does rain, I can put my, my hose, right? The, the drainage hose through that hole. And so that's where I'm at. Like it ha- can't be a permanent, it needs to be a permanent enough solution that 99% of the time, nothing's getting through that thing. But on the one time I need to be able to you know, remove it. So I gotta, I gotta come up with some kind of solution. I gotta look into doing, doing some stuff right now. I got a board and some rocks there, but again, it didn't save, it didn't stop that one snake. So, you know, the chances of another one getting in there is still a possibility. Um, so that was an adventure. Um, and then, yeah, yeah like I said, we were, we were gone for the weekend, came back uh, on Monday. And, uh, you know, same thing as like the last time. We just kind of get back home, decompress, unpack, relax, chill, kind of having a lazy day. And I don't even know why. I don't know why. I honestly don't know why. But I felt like a margarita yesterday so um you know look at the cupboard we've got tequila my dad just bought me a brand new bottle of uh, casamigos tequila for father's day and uh and then i still had a little bit of epilogue i forget the name of the other brand but anyway it's got like a um like a guy like a skeleton mariachi uh you know day of the dead kind of looking dude um anyway i had tequila all I need was uh, some limes and some Cointreau, and that's what I ended up making. Tiffany, or Sierra got me this book for Christmas called Cocktails with a Twist. It's 21 classic recipes, but it's got 141 other versions. So, like, you open up the book, and it's like a classic margarita. Here's the recipe. Then you open up those pages, and it's like, here are four other margaritas you can make. Great idea. Great concept. I love it. Um, and so I just opened the book up, and that's what I was kind of thumbing through because I was looking for, like, a good – I'm like – I can make margaritas. Like I know the basics, but like, give me like a good recipe that I can just like bang out on the top of my head. Right. And I like my margaritas more on the sour tart side versus the sweet side. Sure enough, the recipe that I look up online is the same classic recipe that's in this book. And I was like, all right, well, there you go. I'm just going to use this recipe. That's going to become my margarita recipe. Two ounces of tequila, one ounce of Cointreau, one ounce of fresh squeezed lime juice. Right. That's the basic ingredients. Right four quote unquote shots. Now you can change it up a little bit. You can, you know, uh, another thing I heard too is squeeze some orange, like squeeze a fresh orange in there as well. And that really packs a punch. Now, I don't know if you do that instead of the Cointreau or with the Cointreau. I, I, again, I think it's a taste preference. Tiffany made one where she used basically the same recipe, but she added simple syrup. She likes hers a little, almost not too sweet, but a little sweeter than mine. Mine's, mine was pretty tart and I liked it. I liked it. But uh, yeah, I made some margaritas last night and yesterday. They were just fantastic, you know, like small. I mean, you make one, you squeeze and basically, uh, you know, what is that? A shot is like an ounce is like two tablespoons, I think. So a whole lime for the most part, it's like a whole, if if the lime's got enough juice, it's one whole lime. So it's real simple to make. You make one at a time. You don't have to make a whole pitcher. You're not making like 10 at a time. Like you just make one margarita. If I want to make a margarita, I can make one now in less than like two minutes. Just bam, 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 done, right? So it was nice. It was refreshing. And I, when we went up, when we were up there up in Pine, you know, we took the kids to this place called Old County Inn. It's a fantastic little joint. Surprised the hell out of me the first time we went because the food was amazing and they had a legit cocktail bar. This bartender's actually making legit cocktails with all the ingredients. She's got all the stuff. She's eyedroppers and sprinkling this and doing that and shaking this and straining this. Like, 
I was blown away. I was like, what the hell is this girl doing here? She built, she should be in Scottsdale, Tempe. She should be in like some resort, like, right. They have this roasted poblano, um, margarita, right? A spicy margarita, which I've come to the conclusion that is my favorite cocktail. I love a good Mai Tai. When a, when a Mai Tai is made the original way, the traditional way, I love a Mai Tai, right? Moscow mules, mojitos. Those, those are my favorite cocktails, right? But I think if I, if I had to pick one drink to drink, let's say for a whole weekend or like what's my go-to, like a spicy margarita is probably my favorite cocktail, period. Because I love lime. I love tart and sour. I do like the flavor of tequila. And I love the flavor of jalapenos and chilies and spice. So to me, when I really think about it, and I had to think about this, right? Because someone asked me this, I think, a month or two ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, Mai Tais are my favorite cocktails. But the thing is, you can't, like, I cannot be drinking Mai Tais all day. Like, maybe three. I don't know. I mean, I've drank, I don't know. I, I, I say that, but I've had three. I've definitely had three Mai Tais in one day. When you go to, like, a resort, though, most of the time they make it with juice, Right. When you go to like a, a, a most places and you order a Mai Tai, it's going to be pineapple juice, grenadine, light rum, a floated dark rum, right? Maybe some OJ. It's not a traditional Mai Tai. Spoiler alert, there is no juice in Mai Tais. Just saying. I mean, well, a, lime, a squeeze of a lime. You squeeze a lime in there. That's the only juice that's in a Mai Tai is, is lime, a squeeze of a lime juice, right? It's, it's two different kinds of rum. It's uh, orange carousel, and it's uh, orange ant syrup, which is an almond syrup. That's where it gets its sweetness from. Squeeze of lime, uh, garnish with a mint and that, that lime cap, right? It's supposed to look like an island in a palm tree is what it's supposed to look like. But you squeeze that lime, and then you drop the, the rind in there, right? And that's it. That's, that's a Mai Tai, and it's fantastic. When it's done right, it is amazing. I love them. Um, I made those a couple weeks ago. I went and bought two different kinds of rum. Eh, one was okay. The other one wasn't. I wouldn't buy it again. It has a weird, it, it, it threw a weird flavor profile into the Mai Tai. Uh, bamboo is still my favorite rum. Hands down, period. End of discussion. Bamboo rum is amazing. It's on the sweeter side. I drink it straight up on the rocks. Well, I guess that's an oxymoron. I drink it on the rocks. That's my, that's my, I found my rum for sipping. It's amazing. And it's not even that expensive. It's like 30 bucks for a bottle, 35 bucks or something like that. And they have three different variations. So if you like rum, if you like rum, but you like bourbon, the black bottle is their rum in oak barrels. Um, if you like more of like a rum chata, uh, they make a cream one, which is the white bottle. So but I, I like the traditional, like clear bottle. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, spicy margaritas, I think is my favorite cocktail. And now that I have that recipe in my head, like, like last night I was using, I was putting tahini on my, on my, my rim, on my glass. I usually don't do salt. I, and that's the thing too. In my research, now I understand why people do salt. I always thought it was because like you had shitty tequila and you needed salt to like, you know, help with the, no, the salt actually enhances some of the profile of the tequila and, and, the, and the drink. And it, like, it, it adds balance, right? It goes back to cooking. You know, you, you, there's a balance between like acid and fat and salt and sweet. And, like, you know, when you're, when people who know how to cook, it's a balancing act, right? When you're, when you're really cooking something and cocktails are no different. And so when I realized that, when I read that, I was like, oh shit. So I just need to like, you know, half salt on the rim. My, my, my own, the reason why 99% of the time I don't do salt is because the bartender or the person serving the drink sloshes around the margarita, hitting the sides of the salt and the salt's getting to the bottom of my glass. 
Then I go to drink my margarita with, with a straw, because I'm a straw drinker. I like to, you know, I like to suck. Uh, I get all that salt in the bottom, and I hate it. It ruins my drink. I'm like, no salt. So now I just have to, you know, again, find the balance. Um, I think I, I would drink from the side of the glass. The problem is the ice, you know, like it hits the, I don't know, just I'm whatever. My whole thing is, is I, I'm a straw drinker by, by nature just because it's like, you know, give me a couple of gulps and I'm, 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 I'm talking, right? Um, but now I understand drinking from the side of the glass because you get that salt and that's, that's where it's at, right? Or you lick the, lick the side of the glass and then suck with the straw, whatever. But yeah, spicy margaritas, man, that's my jam. Now I'm going to start looking for spicy margarita recipes because, I mean, your basic version is chop a couple of rings of jalapenos, muddle them at the bottom, make your margarita, right? That's the basic version. They do make uh, jalapeno-infused tequilas. Um, there's a couple good ones out there. I need to try those and just see if that by itself is good or if I just stick to my normal recipe and muddle some jalapenos. You know what I'm saying? Um, habaneros are good, too. You could do like a mango habanero. Oh, yeah. See, I start thinking about it. I'm like, oh, now I want a margarita. <laughs> um, ah, yeah. So that's it. So, okay. So let's change gears. That's, uh, that's kind of been like what I've been up to on the personal side of things. Um outside of that trying to think what else oh oh i don't think i've talked about this yet so okay so the kids you know kids are teenagers right kids are teenagers kids are doing their thing uh busy busy all the time right sierra's got a car she's got a job she has a boyfriend she plays volleyball she's got friends she's on the go she's my kid <laughs> she is me when i was that age i was never home and if i was home i was in my room doing my own thing you know whatever like did not give a shit what my parents were doing, what my kids were doing, or what, 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 like what my family was doing, my brothers and whatnot. Now, granted, Sierra still loves to hang out with us. She still likes to be around with us. Like, she's not like, I'm out. You guys suck, right? She's not that. Like I said, she played board games with this all weekend, right? Um, Bryce, basketball, gym, hanging out with friends, um, playing video games with his friends. You know, he's, he's doing his thing. So, you know, Tiff and I have a lot of time together to, our, to ourselves, right? A lot of our weekends are just the two of us. We, you know, we'll, we'll go to a, a, a restaurant or bar by ourselves, you know, leave the kids to do their own thing. Um, or, you know, there's been a couple of times where we, her and I will do our own trips like for her birthday. Um, well, I mean, it's gotten to the point now where I will stream my, my you know, six, seven, eight, nine hours a day. And so Tiffany kind of got to the point where she's kind of like, I have a lot of free time on my hands, right? Because the kids are a lot more self-sufficient now. They don't need her to do things, right? And that Sierra can drive. She doesn't have to drive them everywhere. Hell, a lot of times Sierra will drive Bryce or take Bryce, right? So she started doing DoorDash. Just on the whim, she was kind of like, she heard a friend doing it. Uh, actually, take it back. She originally heard about Instacart. And that was originally what she was looking into. Um, and then when she looked at it and it was like a little, it's a little daunting. So then she looked at in, uh, DoorDash and, and sign up was super easy, you know, cause she was very nervous about doing like an interview. She hasn't been done an interview in like, I don't know, 20 years. Um, and she's only ever really had one job her whole life. She, technically two, but the first one was so long ago that she doesn't remember it. It was a short stint, but for the most part, she had one job her whole life. So she was just nervous, you know, she was nervous and, uh, she ended up, uh, she ended up, you know, signing up on DoorDash. It was instant. She was ready to go that day. Um, so she dabbled with it a little bit in there, here and there. And, you know, once she kind of got her feet wet and she kind of figured out what, how it works and what to do, um, then she went back 
to check out the Instacart. And that's what she's found that she really enjoys. She enjoys doing the Instacart. And so, you know, she'll, she'll pull up the app, turn it on, see what's available. Um, you know, she's kind of figured out like how far to go making so much money. So she kind of figures out like what the best use of her time is. Right. Definitely not doing this full time or anything, uh, just yet, but it's just been a nice, it's been fun for her to get out of the house and do something. You know, she hasn't had a job for, for, I mean, seven years, as long as I have uh, been doing this, I quit my job six months later, she quit her job. And, you know, so now it's just kind of like something fun for her to do. Uh, she's, she's delivered groceries to like some old, old elderly people and, and seeing some people that you could, she's genuinely helping people. Cause one of the things she talked about doing, uh, when the kids got older and, and, you know, even moved on is volunteering. She's talked about like volunteering and working for places and companies that do volunteer work, right? Whether it's homeless shelters or, uh, you know, St. Mary's food bank or, you know, whatever she's talked about that. She likes to give and, and wants to be like, she's the work that she's doing is actually benefiting people. So the fact that she's delivering groceries and she, and it's, it's all the walks of life, right? Some people are just like Tiffany and I were, you know, we're in our forties or whatever. And she's like, yeah, I started doing this during the pandemic. Now I just order all my groceries. It saves me time. I don't mind, you know, um, others are, you know, she's delivered groceries to people who are like in wheelchairs or, um, she delivered to delivered to uh, uh, a new mom, like brand new newborn baby. Like we're talking, you know, days, maybe weeks old delivering groceries, right? Got two other kids. Clearly this mom needs some help. And so the fact that Tiffany could deliver her groceries to her was just like this. So she's getting this huge sense of pride in this. And I am so happy because, you know, we've been taught, we've talked for a couple of years now, like, what are you going to do? What are your plans for when the kids get older and no longer need you? Right. What happens when the kids move out? Obviously nobody really wants to work, right? Like, let's just be real. If, if you had the opportunity that you did not have to work and still your bills were paid for and your life was taken care of, you take that in a heartbeat, right? Unless you have like this drive and passion for a career that you did. Like, let's say you're a doctor, like you love your job, right? Maybe a teacher, right? You love the job. So you, it, to you, it's not necessarily work. It's just how you live your life and, and produce income. So the fact that she's found this kind of like this joy in this job that she's doing, um, yeah, just, just a couple hours here and there, not every day, not all day, just, you know, she's kind of testing the waters and figuring it out. It's been really cool. She, you know, the days that she does go out for a few hours, she comes home. It's like, how was your day, honey? And we sit at the dinner table and she tells me stories about, oh, I delivered to this guy or did that. Or, you know, I picked up this DoorDash and, um, you know, I delivered to, she's delivered to a friend's house before now. So it's been fun. Like, you know, she rolls up to the door. It's like, oh, hey, hi, you know, like that kind of thing. She's had a couple of repeat customers where she's delivered, you know, she'll like be shopping. And she, Cause you know, there's, there's, there's some privacy there. You don't really know everyone's information until you get far along into the, in, into the app. But once she's like started shopping and then she goes to do the delivery, she's like, Oh, I remember these guys I delivered to them last week or, you know, two weeks ago, whatever they ordered something similar and whatever. Um, so it's been, it's been fun. It's been, it's been cool. It's just this new change, right? Like, uh, something new in, in our lives and, uh, it's been, it's been good for her. And I think more than anything, it just, it was an ease in, you know, she didn't just like, boom, go get a job and, and back in the workforce. It's been this kind of this ease in thing, but it's also been something that, that, um, I've been thinking a lot about. It was so easy for her to sign up and get ready that day. Like literally the day she signed up, she could have gone out and started, you know, door dashing, Instacarting, whatever. And she can work when she wants, when however long she wants, she can start and stop, start and stop throughout the day. Um, she's on her own hours. And it made me start thinking, 
I wonder if that is where a lot of the workforce has gone, right? Because you, because you know, you just, you just everywhere you go, everyone's hiring, and you start here, you, you hear everyone has is is uh has a workforce shortage, right? We're short this, we're short that, we're closed early, we're closed on certain days, um, we're out of these things, we're, we close this section closes early because they're like short, and I started thinking, I'm like, where the where, where are all these people at? Like they're like they they obviously cannot continue to get the the i mean they just stopped giving the checks they stopped giving the the you know the free money where are all these people at and i started making thing i wonder if that's where a lot of them went is like this is so easy to do this job if you have a decent car right you have a good uh they do background checks on you obviously so you have to be within you know can't have any warrants or, or any bad uh history with your with, with the government and law enforcement but like i made me really think like what if a lot of the workforce that you know that middle, um, you know, the middle income to lower income. This is a great job. If you work hard enough and you hustle, you can make good money if you do this all day. And there's incentives like you, if you go do certain certain times of day or you go to certain areas. Like she's learned that like you know certain areas are lower bills, like lower because just di- you know different income, right? Uh, different stores, right? Uh, certain grocery stores are more expensive than others. Um, some people order from specific, uh, places, you know, like, uh, AJ's fine foods versus, a a, a fries or a you know, Kroger. Right. Um, so she's learning all the little nuances. She's learning all the little, the little ups and uh, ins and outs and stuff. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's, I, I haven't really talked about that. It's been, it's been going on for a mm, couple weeks now. And she's like, you know, someday she'll, she's like really finding a groove. She's like, I'm gonna stay out a little longer. I'm like, do you, you do you girl. Like, it's all you. That's awesome. You know, she's like I said, she just. She's occupying her time. She's feeling like she's because uh, I think I think that was one of the problems is that as the kids continue to get older and they're more and more self-sufficient, she's finding she's feeling less and less needed. And I felt like there was a there was a couple of times there where she. I mean, obviously, she's happy and she obviously our kids, we, we know the kids are going to get older and get and move out eventually. But it's just one of those like she, I think she started to feel that like not as needed anymore. And, you know, all she ever wanted to be was a mom. We've talked about this a thousand times on YouTube and a podcast on my streams, Tiffany's only ever wanted to be a mom. That was her dream job. So I gave her her dream job by allowing her to be a full-time mom for the last seven years. Cause if you think about it, right, Sierra was 10. So like, that's still, that's a kid. That's still young. Bryce was, um, eight. So for their majority of their childhood, mom has been home full-time. And I gave her that I, I, I was able to uh, you know, make that happen. Thankfully, thankfully for you, because of you guys listening and watching this, like I've been able to allow her to not have to work, not have to worry about money um, and be, be the best mom that she possibly could. And, and I have to say, I think she did a bang up job. Uh, we just had this conversation this weekend about how good our kids are. The fact that our kids want to go to a cabin in the middle of the woods and play board games with their parents. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they wanted that. They asked for that. Like, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And I had a couple of moments where I was sitting on the back porch looking at my family, right? Like looking at them and being like, wow, this is my, this is my family. Like this is what we're doing on, on a, on a Saturday, Sunday. Like this is pretty awesome. You know? Um, so anyway, yeah, it's been cool. It's been cool to see her like find this self, this sense of like a new, new sense of worth. Right. Obviously, uh, kids are still in high school. Sierra's got one more year. Bryce has got three more years. So Bryce is going to be around for a little bit. But next year, Bryce will be driving. 
I mean, next year, Sierra could potentially be moved out of the house on her own, off to college or just, a room, you know, get an apartment with some roommates or something. And Bryce will be getting his license. In fact, a year from now, Bryce will have his license. Bryce will be driving next summer. Driving his own, you know, it, it, I don't think he'll have his own vehicle right away. Uh, Sierra definitely had more money saved up than he does, but he's he's been saving his money. His Twitch money has been adding up and he's been slowly saving it up. Um, but you know, at the, at the very least he'll be, he'll have his license, be able to drive my truck. He's looking forward to driving my truck. He's actually, he actually told me that he would buy my truck or he would take my truck. <laughs> he likes my truck. So I could see him, uh, bombing around in that next summer. But yeah, I mean, next summer, our baby, right? Our last one will be driving and be self-sufficient. You know, he'll probably get a job. He'll be doing everything that Sierra is doing this summer, you know? And so that just means less less need for tiffany and i for them you know until the next two years when he's out on his own and then it's literally just tiffany and i um so i'm glad that she's kind of dabbling now with this figuring out what she wants to do i think her biggest fear about getting a job was simply we only have so many years left with the kids i don't want to be worried about working and missing out on sports or school events right proms homecomings you know that sort of thing um her fear was like, like, it wasn't like that she didn't want to get a job or she didn't want to work or, or whatever, like having the extra money is obviously nice too. But it was one of those, she didn't want to like, she know when you go to a new job, you get the shitty hours, right? You can work nights and weekends. And so she was like, I don't want to have to worry about that. And this job that she's doing, like I said, she gets to pick her hours. She can work whatever day she wants, however long she wants. Um, there's been times where she'll, she's gone out in the morning, done a couple breakfast runs, come back home, help the kids, blah, blah, blah. Bryce get to basketball, go back out for a couple more hours, pick up Bryce from basketball, come home for dinner. Like, you know, she'll do like an, two hours in the morning, an hour in the afternoon, and that's it, right? Make, I don't know, 50 bucks, 100 bucks. I don't know, you know, the, the logistics on that side because um, I don't care. Like, I, that's her thing now. Like, and I'm, I'm excited for it. Like I said, I look forward to the, we come down to dinner. Hell, I've cooked dinner a couple of times. She's, she had a couple of days where she was like banging it out. She's like, she got kind of farther away from the house, you know, because the deliveries kept pushing her out. And she's like, hey, would you mind pulling this out of the fridge and getting this ready for me? I'll be, I'll be, I'll be home in, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And Sierra and I ended up cooking dinner. She got home and dinner was ready. And she was like almost in tears because what was the last time? I don't even know the last time that I cooked dinner for her because she always cooked dinner. She does the shopping, she does the planning, she does the prep, and she cooks, and that's her thing. She loves it. So, you know, there's been a couple of times where Sierra's cooked uh, or, or gotten dinner started, so when Tiffany comes home, it's this the last step of it. But, you know, there was that one time where we cooked dinner, and I, I think maybe it's happened twice now. Again, she doesn't stay out too late. I mean, again, it's it's hit and, hit and miss, but um, there's been a couple of times where we've, we've either cooked dinner or gotten it almost done by the time she got home, and, you know, that she, she digs that. Uh, it, was been, it was a nice, like... Aw, you know, kind of thing. So that's a big, I would say that's a, probably the biggest update in our lives is that Sierra, that Tiffany's, uh, you know, starting to dabble in the workforce again. And uh, she's digging it. She's digging it. I, again, at the end of the day, that's what all I said was, I just want you to be happy. I want her to be happy. You know, um, if she's digging the digging the little side hustle, then hell yeah, I'm, I'm all here for support her. And I even told her too, I said, if you're doing your thing, and you need me to end stream early because you need me to pick up Bryce or go do something like just give me the heads up. Like it's only fair, right? It's only fair that if she's working, I need to put on my dad hat early. I'm, you know, I'm fine. It's, it's all about communication. It's all about communication. It's been, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. 
Um, other than that, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, Tarkov, Escape from Tarkov, just had a wipe. Um, so I'm uh, I'm elbow deep in, in, into Escape from Tarkov again, and I'm absolutely loving it. It's my favorite time to play Escape from Tarkov, which is my favorite game right now. It's 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 all I think about, and it's all I want to play and stream and all that sort of thing. Um, so it's been a lot of fun. Just before that came out, though, the Cycle Frontier released. Um, that is another uh, PvPVE raid extraction game like Escape from Tarkov. Um, so if you if you're listening to this or watching this, and and you know what Tarkov is, but maybe you always felt it was a little daunting, it was a little too much for you, you were too worried or scared to actually um, buy it and play it, or maybe you did buy it and you started playing it and then you realize it, it's too hard for you. Check out the Cycle Frontier. It's free right now on PC. Uh, you can get it from the Steam or Epic Store. And of course, if you buy anything from the Epic Store, please use code Clintus. I am an Epic partner. Um, played Fortnite for the first time in years uh, with the kids. Was that Friday? I think Friday. We played we played Dead by Daylight and we played Fortnite and had a blast. Not two games that I would play on my own. Definitely party games or, or, or games with friends. But I played with both the kids, and the fact that I can play with both kids at the same time was awesome. I told the kids I'm down to play either one of those games whenever they want because it was awesome. And I honestly, I wish I played more. I wish I could play more games with my kids. You know, Bryce and I. Bryce and I play a lot of the same games, but he's always playing with his friends, um, and uh, so I'm always like, "Oh, come on, man!" But uh, Sierra doesn't play very often, so when she plays a game, I'm like, "Yes, let's play." So yeah, we played that. Um, but yeah, the Cycle Frontier. It's free to play. It's a sci-fi lighter version of Tarkov. The guns and armor are color-coded like Fortnite or Apex Legends. I've been comparing a lot. I've been comparing the cycle to like Tarkov and Apex Legends had a baby. It's the same game as Tarkov, but it's in this like lighter arcade version like Apex Legends. It's sci-fi. It's a little more arcadey, colorful. And then, like I said, the guns and armor are all color-coordinated, like white, green, blue, purple, yellow, red, right? Like you know when you're when you run up on on some loot or gear you see a blue backpack you know that that blue backpack's better than your green backpack it's worth changing uh, changing right blue armor blue guns purple right so very much easier to get into lower uh barrier of entry um highly recommend checking it out it's free it's awesome i love it there's a battle pass uh to earn stuff it's it's a lot of fun the cycle frontier um but like i said i am super hardcore into tarkov right now loving loving tarkov um and other than that it's really all i'm playing right now i tried a bunch of new games over the last couple months um you know we dabbled with no man's sky um i had a little stint where i was checking out some uh mmos i played world of warcraft the first time i played final fantasy 14 i think it's 14 uh for the first time and then i went back to eve online which of the three eve was the winner i liked eve way better than both of those other two games um it's the only one i still installed even though i probably won't ever play it again i I tried it it was fun but way too much time way way too time consuming and very very slow not a great game to stream in fact i asked people why this game is so popular why is this game not being streamed more and then someone told me well well, duh if you're streaming your exact location i can just literally fly to you and destroy you and take all your shit i was like good point it's one one server right one giant server the whole world's playing on and I'm literally streaming my location in real time. Makes sense. If I tell you, oh, I'm going to Jita, you could like just, you know, find yourself at a gate and gank me. I was like, that's a good point. So that kind of killed me ever playing and streaming Eva before. I even went back and installed PUBG, played PUBG for the first time in years. That game still kicks ass. I love that. 
um, tried Star Citizen for the first time. That game has a ton of potential. I see that game being, I mean, it is, it's, it, in its current state is obviously very popular, very playable, but like not quite ready for me. I need more first person shooter, looting, looter stuff. Like I don't want to fly around in a spaceship. I don't give a shit about space travel. Um, the stations are amazing. That The aesthetic is amazing. I 100% would live in that world if there was more mission-based FPS boots on the ground stuff. Um, it's not a no, like it's not like a hard no, like I'll never play this game again. Like I'm going to keep my eyes open. I follow the accounts now. I have a lot of friends that play it. So I'll keep my eyes on it. And, uh, you know, as they continue to update the game, you know, I might, it'll be something that I'll keep an eye on. Um, the only other game that is in the works that I have my eyes on that I'm interested in is, is, is uh, this game called Distera. Um, it is a, it's basically like a sci-fi rust, very fun, very satisfying for the time you put into it. However, like rust, it is a living server that you have to maintain. So if you don't play the game, if you don't check in with your character and keep it going, right, you run out of fuel in your base. If your base gets attacked, you could die. You lose all your shit. Like it's very much a game that you have to be on top of and stay, stay in the world. So I'm not quite ready for that yet. Um, it's still in beta, still in very early beta. Um, but I'm a partner. I'm, I'm in their discord. I'll be keeping an eye on the game. And as the game continues to evolve, I'll be, uh, be looking forward to, uh, a, a, a actual release of it. I'm hoping that it hits, you know, rust is real popular right now. I'm hoping that this hits and then and, and the rust community, you know, either jumps over and plays it at least at launch to get enough eyeballs on it, to get a computer form a community. Um, cause I think it's really fun. I think it's really cool. I, I never played rust. But from what I've heard and seen, it it is like Rust, but in a sci-fi futuristic uh, world, which is exactly why I want to play it because it's I love that futuristic sci-fi vibe for sure. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of different video games. Haven't been playing Magic. Um, you know, I went hard on the first couple uh, for for a few seasons there. Um, but again, it's just not a game that the majority of my community likes to watch me play. Unless you play Magic, you just don't care. At least with Tarkov, like it's a first-person shooter. You know that if I run up on somebody, I'm shooting them. It's a battle between him and the the the, per, the person and I. Um, there's objectives and tasks for running to point A to go to point B to point C, grab this item and get out. Like you know the concept. Whereas Magic, yeah, it's cards, but like I put a card down. What does that mean? What just happened? What was that animation? Why did that card go away? Why did you just get hit? Why didn't that counteract that? Like there's a lot to it, and it happens so fast. And there's a timer. You can't, I can't just sit there and talk it out for an hour. The game continues to move. So it just, uh, it got to the point where it just wasn't as fun to stream it. I still love playing it. I play it on my iPad. Um, a new set, I believe, just came out this week. Um, I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, it was fun for a while. And I'll continue to play it on the side on my iPad. And obviously, I put a lot of money into it cards-wise and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where it just wasn't, wasn't that great to stream for me personally unless i went all in and that was all i was doing but i love first person shooters that's my genre of choice i will continue to play it and at the end of the day i would rather play tarkov you know like that's what i want to log in and play that's what i'm itching to play right now um speaking of that i have not played destiny in months um a new season came out i don't know about a month ago maybe and i hadn't logged in to check it out i haven't logged in once to, 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 to actually play it um i've just lost all interest in destiny I obviously follow all the developers and, and I have a lot of friends that still play it and stream it on a daily basis. Um, I have a lot of friends, that, you know, uh, content creators that still create content for it. So I'm still seeing all of the 
updates and the chatter, just nothing that I've seen or heard has grabbed me to be like, oh, you've got to play this. Um, the, the kind of the analogy I've been using is that like, I was all about Call of Duty for years and years and years. All I played was Call of Duty, multiplayer Call of Duty to the point where I didn't even play the campaign for the last like four or five ones, right? Um, and then when Destiny came out, I played Destiny and at first I didn't like it because I was looking for PvP, right? I wanted to first person shoot PvP and I'm like, this is, there's all this other stuff I've got to do. But once I got into Destiny, I fell in love with Destiny and Destiny became my main game for, you know, six plus years. Destiny ruined Call of Duty for me because when you play Call of Duty, you are literally just playing PvP. And the only thing to strive for would be your, you know, prestiging either the first time or every time if you're, you're going for multiple prestiges, right? So your, your, your XP weapon camos, which is a cosmetic that you're grinding on every gun. If you want the diamonds and the, the platinums and stuff like that. Right. Um, and now they have a, they have a battle pass. They have a season pass, right? Which again is XP and it's just cosmetics, but it's over time. And that's really it. There, that's, that's all there is to, to quote unquote grind for, right? Um, at least now they've added weapons and you have to unlock weapons by doing certain tasks. So I do hats off to that, but it's, it's just, it's a taste of what destiny has to offer, right? You load into a game, you load into a, 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 a game mode, whether it's PVP or PVE or whatever, and there's loot to be had. There's random rolls on guns and ant armor that's not guaranteed to drop. So you are playing this game with the hopes of getting a drop, but the drop with the role that you want, right? So there's this incentive and this carrot on the stick that's always there for you to continue to play the game. Well, now fast forward to Escape from Tarkov and Escape from Tarkov has ruined Destiny for me because while I do love the gameplay of Destiny and I do love the, 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 the world and the aesthetic, the carrot on the stick is no longer big enough or enticing enough for me to put those hours in. When I play a game of Escape from Tarkov, everything I do, every minute I put into that game benefits me somehow, some way, whether it's XP for my character level, whether it's XP in a specific skill that makes my character better, whether it's loot for that, that can be used in raid or to be sold for money to buy the gear for my raid, whether it's loot that I need for a task to level up the traders to buy better guns, or it's loot that I need for my hideout that gives me passive abilities or allows me to create items that I need for you see what I'm saying like literally everything I do in the game every minute I do I play is benefiting from me and satisfying me and no other game including the, my my favorite franchise destiny comes close to the level of satisfaction that I get when I play Dest uh, when I play uh, Tarkov and that's the that's where I'm at like you may not like the way the game looks. You may not like the way that I have to run across the map for 10 minutes. You don't like how I have to sit in my stash for 15 minutes. But the fact that everything I do in that game has the potential to benefit me. And I feel satisfied for that 40 minutes I spent in that raid. I got out. I got three kills. I got a task done. I got, you know, 400,000 rubles worth of gear. I am pumped, right? No better feeling, no more, no better, no satisfied, better satisfying feeling to me. So that's where I'm at. Where like, once upon a time, Call of Duty was my jam. That's all I, all I wanted to play. It's all I look forward to every night after work. Kids go to bed. Call of Duty. 
Fast forward a few years later, it was all about destiny. Can't wait to get on, raid with my boys. Can't wait to get on, run some strike. Can't wait to get on, play some Crucible. Now it's Tarkov, right? Cannot wait to get on the next day, load up my character, get into a raid, go for that task, get those kills, like beat somebody at, their, at, the, at, at the game, get out with their loot. Oh, it's so satisfying. So that's, that's where I'm at. That's, that's why I play Escape from Tarkov now more than any other game. That's why I don't play Destiny anymore. You know, not to say that I won't ever go back to Destiny. You know, never say never. I mean, you know, like I said, I went back to PUBG, went back to EVE Online. Hell, I even went back to Fortnite, you know, uh, tried them out. But Destiny for me, you know, at this point, I think I just will wait till the big expansion comes out. You know, uh, I really enjoyed the Witch Queen. Uh, really enjoyed the new raid. But for me, at this point, it's just like a single player campaign. It's a single player game. Um, you know, log in, play the campaign play the new mission, see what's new, you know, wet my whistle and that's it. I'm done. So, um, it's kind of where I'm at with the video games thing. Uh, last little bit that I wanted to touch on, we kind of talked about in the beginning of the podcast. We're going to kind of loop back around and finish with the podcast is content. So, uh, things are, things are kind of, I mean, at this point as normal as they're going to get, I think, um, we're definitely it's funny come full circle when we sold our first house we bought the big house with the pool and basketball courts we thought oh we'll just become homebodies because we got this big house with all these amenities we don't need to go anywhere and then we realized that we don't like being homebodies we like to go to bars and we like to go to you know go out and do things and explore and and we like to do staycations and resorts and cabins and all that stuff right so when we, after two years, decided, yep, this house isn't for us. It's too big. It's middle of nowhere. We're out. We sold it and moved. And now where we live now, I love where I live. I love the location. I love the area. Um, and I'm totally fine with not going anywhere. Like, because I feel like I have everything at my fingertips. I have everything that I need. It. We're closer to amenities. We're closer to our, our community has amenities. Like all of these things that the last house was missing. Like, man, if, if, I mean, granted, again, I said this a thousand times, the house is too big. We had way too much space, way too much room, especially with the kids moving out soon, right? Like, oh my God, that house would have been like, half the house would have been like, like Wayne Mansion where it's like half the house isn't dark and covered up because no one ever goes in that wing of the house, right? It was stupid. This house is way better for us. Looking forward to like staying here for the next 10 years easily. But, um, but I love the location. I love where we live. And so um, now, and then with the pandemic, everyone became homebodies, right? we're very much more homebodies now. And it's, it's funny how it's come full circle where it's like, I don't mind not going anywhere. I can stay a whole weekend right here and not do anything. Um, with that being said, I do like riding bikes and like going, you know, there's, there's enough places, um, nearby and enough things to do nearby that, you know, we can spend a day riding bikes. We can spend a day, uh, hiking. We can spend a day you know, bar hopping. We can spend a day, like there's multiple things to do. And, uh, I'm very, very happy. Um, with that being said, a lot of the things that Tiff and I do, I don't want to say that they're like adult. I mean, obviously a restaurant is family, um, but it's just one of those things where it's like, it goes back to like, it's still not vloggable. There's not a lot to vlog. Um, at least not more than what photo, right? Or like a video of like, hey guys, we're here. Look at these nachos we just got. And then Tiffany's sipping on a drink. And that's the clip. There's nothing else there to vlog. Like I could hold the camera while we're eating our nachos and trying to have a conversation with Tiffany, 
but it's like there's always gonna be conversations that are private personal we don't you know, want to talk about on, on camera and also i don't want to sit there holding the camera on the two of us in the middle of a restaurant for no real reason other than just to get another 10 seconds of b-roll you know what i'm saying like if you go back to our vlogs the vlogs were always around the family i would talk and narrate going to a thing and then we were at the thing and I'm like showing you us, showing us do the thing, right? I'm showing the kids do the thing, you know, wherever the thing was. And nowadays, you know, Tiffany does the shopping without me. So she's all by herself. She's not going to vlog. So she does the grocery shopping. She does the target shopping, right? Um, I, I, again, I've talked about this a, a thousand times. I'm, I'm, re, I'm repeating myself now. But my point is, is as much as I think about the vlogs, and as much as I think about vlogging, it just doesn't feel right yet. It doesn't feel like I'm in a place, I'm in a place in my life where vlogging become a normal thing again. Um, you know, we went out this weekend up in Pine, I vlogged the whole weekend. But even that, what I vlogged was us doing stuff. When we're here at the house, we're not doing stuff. And even on top of that, we're doing stuff separately. When we are doing stuff, we're doing it all separately, right? I'm in here streaming. Bryce will eventually roll, come downstairs. He'll make himself lunch. He'll go back to his room. You know, Tiffany goes to the gym. She does some laundry. Um, now she might go and do like a, an Instacart run or DoorDash run or something like that. Um, she comes back. She makes dinner while I'm still streaming. I'm ending my stream. I come in the kitchen. We chit chat, catch up on her day, have dinner kids disperse again right sierra's gone bryce is gone now it's just tiffany and i you know us we're on different sleep schedules she goes to bed early i stay up late like you get the picture like in that day there's really nothing going on so this is the part that i struggle with i'm at the point where i, I when i do vlog i'm like oh i miss this i want to do this more like this weekend i vlogged all weekend i was like oh this is awesome it felt good to, to vlog again until next time which is when you know Next weekend, maybe, maybe it's just a weekend thing, but that means we have to do stuff. Cause like when we got home yesterday, like I said, we got home, we unpacked, we showered, Tiffany took a nap, Bryce hung out on the couch, watching TikToks, waiting for his friend to call back to go to the gym. Sierra's packing her bags for her, her, uh, her trip for volleyball. I caught up on some work. I ended up going to the store, making some margaritas. Uh, we got back together for dinner. Hit the couch, watch the last episode of Stranger Things. I'm all caught up on Stranger Things. But that was like, you know, two and a half hour episode. Tiffany went to bed. The kids and I were just sitting on the couch for that duration of time. That was it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it's just one of those things where um, I guess I didn't realize, and maybe you don't either, how much of our life used to revolve around the vlogs. Like, literally... It was a joke with Bryce, do it for the vlogs, right? Back in the day, who remembers Vine, right? Do it for the Vine, right? Do it for the talk, do it for the TikTok, whatever. I don't know, that's still a thing, but that was a thing where it was like, we're gonna do this thing because it's gonna be good for the vlog. But because the vlog is no longer the center of, of my life and the center of my business, our mentality has changed where now we live our life and we do our, do our thing. And if I can vlog it, great. If I can't or don't, it is what it is, right? We're just normal, normal people. We've always been normal people, but I want to say for sure when we were daily vlogging and that was the, that was the everything, you know, I started the vlog every day, but it was like the kids were little, the kids needed us. The kids 
you know so i'm at this point where i want i'm at the point now where i want to vlog more i'm just not in the my life isn't in a place right now that's that's um inspiring me to vlog i guess that's the best way to put it um i've even there's been some days where i've started to vlog like i wake up in the morning and i start to vlog and then the day goes on and I never touch the camera again because nothing ever happened worth me picking up the camera for. Or nothing happened where I was like, oh, wait, let me get the camera. I need to vlog this. Oh, this is a good thing to vlog on. So I will vlog in the morning. All day I go by. And then the end of the day, I pick up the camera and go, well. And, I, and then, of course, the footage doesn't go ahead. I just delete the footage because it was like I, there was no vlog. You know what I'm saying? Um, the other thing, too, and I, I have to keep remembering, reminding people of this, is back when the daily vlogs started, there wasn't Snapchat and TikTok and even Vine back then. There wasn't Instagram video. There wasn't, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like YouTube was it for video. If you wanted to record video and put video on the internet, you put it on YouTube, right? So vlogs and, and, and movies and shorts and documentaries, everything went on on YouTube. Nowadays, most people are putting shit on TikTok. They're not even putting things on YouTube. Think about it. Like most people are just doing the thing. They do vlogs are stories now. You just sit there and hit your story on Instagram and you can do like four or five stories in a row, six, seven. You do three at a time, three at a time. Three. You can sit there and vlog and have this whole vlog on Instagram stories, right? Now TikTok has stories and TikToks, right? TikToks can go to like 10 minutes now. That's YouTube. You can do a 10 minute TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Twitter, if you pay for Twitter Blue, you can do 10 minute videos on Twitter. I'm just, it just, it, it, the, the evolution has come and changed, right? Nowadays, if you're putting shit on YouTube, it's polished, it's produced, it's, you know, the only reason people are doing YouTube is because of monetization, right? The moment that you get monetization on TikTok, why the fuck would you do YouTube when you can do TikTok? TikTok's way more valuable, way more eyeballs are there, way more uh, viral, you know? People are blowing up on TikTok. YouTube takes forever people to get anywhere on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Times have changed. I've talked about this numerous times. My channel, Clintus Now, was literally Instagram video. And once Instagram video became popular and became a thing, Clintus Now died. There's no reason for it. So I think that's the other thing, too, is like 99% of the time when, I, when something's happening, I pull my phone out, I take a picture or video, and I post it on Instagram and Twitter. I mean, right now, if you go to my Instagram account, you will see everything that I give you guys, all the updates I gave you guys here on the podcast they're all in photos there going all the way back to my GCX charity marathon with the milestones, my hair turning green, my rompers at GCX birthday with uh, Tiffany Bryce's basketball. Like I literally gave you guys a recap. Just looking at the photos, you know what I'm saying? 4th of July, the snake, the elk, the margaritas, it's all there, you know, but not all of that got vlogged. Not all of that got vlogged because even then, these are just snapshots, right? On Instagram, TikTok, 30 seconds, 20 seconds, 60 seconds, right? But for YouTube, it's gotta be three, five, 10 minutes, right? 20 minutes. People think of YouTube vlogs, they want long. I post like a four minute vlog on YouTube and everyone's like, this is too short, right? So anyway, I guess the point I'm trying to make is, in my mind, I'm ready to vlog. But when like, I guess the rubber meets the road, so to speak. That's when I struggle because it's like nothing's there, right? The inspiration's not there to pull out the camera and vlog. 
Um, especially with me saying how like I'm such a homebody now. I, there's days where I never leave the house. Literally, I'll go a whole week without leaving the house. My truck sits in the driveway for a week. And so um, I think that's another reason too. Is that when I and then when I do leave, it's like a small little. I'm going here to get this thing and come back home. Right again. That one little trip to Home Depot to buy this one piece of one part, one thing that I need, and coming back home, isn't even enough to really vlog. Right? There, that's an Instagram story. That's a that's a that's a TikTok. You know what I'm saying? So that's also where I struggle. Where there's now 15 different places to put video. What things should I be capturing and trying to make a vlog out of you know and at the end of the day where i'm at right now to conclude this topic i think it is right now weekends where the whole day is a series of things like i will admit fourth of july i should have vlogged it was an action-packed day there was enough stuff in there that happened throughout the day starting all the way up to breakfast we had breakfast i should have vlogged it but i didn't again at a routine, not top of mind, not what I'm thinking about, just did not pull the camera out and vlog at all. But I took, took some photos, took some video with my phone, and it's all on Instagram. Um, you know, Sarah dyed my hair, played cornhole, got the fireworks. Uh, I think Twitter has a couple of other photos or videos as well, because I, I don't always post both, but I try, you know. So just know, if you vlog lovers, just know that I... It's, I'm thinking about you guys. I'm thinking about the channel. Same thing goes with the podcast, right? I'm here. I recorded the old-fashioned podcast this morning, and I, I went out. I just checked in with Tiffany. I said, I'm going to record my podcast. I'm going to go right back in my room and record my podcast since it's top of mind. I'm in that mood. I'm in that vibe. I'm drinking my coffee. Let's go. Um, so we're recording a podcast. And uh, you know, even Chuck has mentioned, hey, when are we going to do a podcast? I'm like, we just need to pick, pick a day that he can lock himself up in the room, and you know, his, his daughter's not going to be, uh, you know, his wife who works from home also, but also a daughter who's home a couple days a week, make sure that the, you know, they're taken care of so he can be worry free and be on the podcast. But like, I'm ready to start, you know, doing the podcast again on a regular basis. I just need to start taking uh, a, a page out of the producer's book of the old fashioned podcast and just start putting it on the calendar, right? Reach out to three or four friends and be like, Hey, are you free this week to do a podcast? What day works for you? Cool. Put it on the calendar. Bam. And just plan it in advance. And then once it's on the calendar, then it's just locked in, right? And I think I, I think once I can kind of get in that rhythm of doing that, um, but at this point, though, it's all talk. You know, I, it's, it's all a nice idea in my head. I got to put it on paper and actually do it. Um, my contract with Twitch ended uh, this last month. And so I'm just a back to a regular partner, nothing special, no incentives, no extra bonuses or pay, uh, which I'm kind of bummed about, you know, that was a nice cushion that I had for the last two years. But to be honest, I'm thankful that I got that during the pandemic. Um, I didn't have to worry about anything during the last two years. Um, that has ended now. And all that means is I no longer incentivized to stream so many hours. Like before I was literally trying to stream 40 hours a week because I was being incentivized to do so. That incentivization, that incentive is gone, uh, meaning there's no... There's no reason for me to push eight hours a day, five days a week. So I told Tiffany this. I said, maybe that's what I need to do. Maybe I need to do shorter streams and then end the stream and then get out of the house, right? Go do something. Um, that's something I've been, I've been kicking around as well. The problem right now is it's hot as hell, right? Arizona, middle of summer, the high today is 109. 
Yesterday was 116. Um, so, you know, even going to the grocery store, which that in itself is paying the ass. It's hot. You get in the car, you're fucking hot. You're, your car's an oven. By the time you get to your destination, it finally cools down. Cross the parking lot where your flip-flops are literally melting on the asphalt. Get into the grocery store, get your thing, get back in the hot oven car, drive back home. By the time you get home, air conditioning has finally cooled it down, and then you're back, you're in home. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not something where you're like, let's go do this thing. It's so yeah, it's it's one of those things where I, I'd have to like really uh figure out a routine. Um I'm in the I'm in the process of figuring out a, some kind some kind of exercise, something. I'm f- getting fat, you guys. I'm almost my highest weight ever. Almost. When I was 21, I weighed the last I can remember I closed my eyes and picture was 181. Maybe 182. I don't know. But like right there. I'll just say 181. 181 is the highest I've ever weighed in my entire life. And that was right as I turned 21. Right after I turned 21. Right. So obviously trying new drinks every time I went out, making drinks at home. I gained some weight. Um, but for the last 20 years, I'd say 19, um, I have been around 170. 170 is my normal weight. Um, 175, you know, fluctuates there. Just 170, 175. I'm 179.6 right now. Like I'm almost 180. Like I'm practically 180. I'm like, holy shit. And I feel it. Like I feel it. Like, like I know I'm a slim dude. Everyone like to make fun of like, I'm a skinny guy. I'm not getting fat, but like I have a small frame. It doesn't mean I don't put weight on in my middle. Like I've got, I've got the love handles. I've got the little, little, little tiny little spare tire, you know, little wheelbarrow tire right here. I know it. I feel it. I feel like, and my gut, man, I'm, so I, I'm like, I'm ready to, 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 I need to make some changes because I'm just, I'm feeling like shit. Even though here and here, I'm finally feeling back to my normal self. I'm finally getting back to Clintus. Here, I feel like shit. And so I need to figure something out there. Um, anyway, the point I was trying to make though is building some new routines and, and come up with like a new, you know, just kind of making some changes that hopefully will inspire more content is the goal. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode hour and 18 minutes. Um, hopefully this kicks off. Honestly, I need to go back to the same schedule I had before. When I record the old fashioned podcast, sit down and record this. The problem is the old fashioned podcast can be at any time. And like right now I'm 45 minutes late to my live stream. I told everybody in discord that I was going to be late. So hopefully no one's going to check on where's Quintus. Um, that's on them for not checking the discord which is discord.gg slash Clintus is where we hang out. It's where the community lives. Um, if you're listening to this podcast or watching this on YouTube, I encourage you to come on over to discord, um, link your YouTube account, link your Twitch account. If you're a Twitch sub or YouTube channel member, you unlock additional perks in this, in the discord as well. But at the end of the day, it's where this community lives and I'm in there all day, every day. I get all the notifications. I may not respond right away cause I'm busy, but I am in there all the time and I respond to everybody. And it's just, it's where my community lives and I love it. Um, I'm very proud of the discord. It gets a little, uh, it gets a little weird in there. Sometimes, uh, we've got a lot of people from all walks of life and, um, at all different stages in their life. And so for some people, that's literally the only interaction they have, the only social interaction they have, you know, they post stuff on Twitter and Instagram, no one ever comments or likes. So they come to discord and they say something and people actually respond to them and, you know, it's, uh, it's exciting for them. But on the flip side, they also lack a lot of social skills and lack a lot of uh, social, just how to talk to people. <laughs> so it gets a little weird sometimes. So 
come in with a, with some patience and a grain of salt and uh you know and for the most part it's a lot of great people uh share some photos i'd love to love to get to know you better um there's food drinks music sports video games there's lfgs if you're looking for people to play video games with there's lfg channels in there as well so again that's discord.gg slash clintus it's a partner discord server i'm very proud of um follow me on all the other socials at clintus twitter instagram tiktok youtube if you're listening to this um the vlogs are at youtube.com slash clintus and i stream monday through friday at twitch.tv slash clintus i'm still full-time streamer that's my still my baby that's my favorite thing to do especially uh loving the tarkov and when the weather gets better when the weather the, the weather starts to get cooler when the highs are no longer above 80 irl streams will be back as well i'm looking forward to this irl season um i got the backpack all set up where i can stream here to the house and have all my alerts and everything like that so um when the season we started getting cooler again in the fall i will activate the modems i will set up all the additional things i need for streaming uh on the go and we will be bringing back the irl streams uh and at least once a week like tiff and i were doing before like every thursday you know we were going out and doing something at least once a week i could see myself maybe doing two to three times a week as well um and just kind of shift it to more of an irl content because i know that's that's the main content that people love to see and I get the highest numbers on. So uh, it's a numbers game for sure. But anyway, thank you guys very much for watching. Have a great rest of your day. Whatever day it is you're watching this, I do appreciate it. And I will see you guys uh, on the next one. Peace.